Hello and welcome to the Circuit Python Weekly for July 1st, 2019. I'm Scott Shawcroft and I go by Tan Newt Online. I'm one of the folks that Adafruit pays to work full time on Circuit Python. Circuit Python is a beginner friendly uh, coding environment for microcontrollers. It's really easy to get started, um, and that's what we're going for. We have this meeting every week on Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, unless there is a U.S. holiday, and then we'll usually bump it to a different day. Um, if we do bump it, we have a CircuitPython text channel on our Discord that uh, we will post notes to. If you want to get uh, notifications about meeting stuff, uh, ask us to add you to the CircuitPython Easter roll uh, so that you get all those pings. We're happy to do that. Um, as I said, uh, we have our Discord. To join the Discord, you can go to adafru.it slash Discord. That'll get you on there. We, we are in the text channel uh, for CircuitPython all week, and then we're in the voice channel on Monday mornings. Um, these meetings are recorded, so beware uh, that you are being recorded. Both uh, the text channel is being recorded and the, um, the voice channel is as well. Uh, they get posted to uh, youtube.com slash Adafruit. They also get uh, the audio split out and posted as podcasts. So if you have a favorite podcast program, check there for the latest uh, CircuitPython weekly, weekly meeting stream. Um, everybody is welcome to join in. Uh, the meeting is run in five parts. We first have community news after this intro. And then we have uh, the status of CircuitPython. And the state of CircuitPython and its libraries, which somebody was nice enough to copy in for me because I just realized I hadn't. Uh, after that, we'll do hug reports, which is done as a round robin. So uh, we'll go through everybody who's on the list uh, in the audio channel and give everybody a chance to say what's going on. Thank you, Katni. Um, <laughs> uh, so if, you're, if you don't want to participate in that, uh, you can say you're lurking and we'll skip over you. If you don't have a microphone, um, just let us know your text only, and I will read off uh, what you either put in the CircuitPython text channel or in the notes. Uh, the notes stock was linked to uh, just a bit uh, before. Um, and if you if you want to participate fully uh, over audio, we'll call on you and, and we'll let you have a chance. Uh, after we do hug reports, we'll do status updates, and we do it as a round, round robin uh, the same way. And then lastly, we do uh, in the weeds section. So if any topics came up that we wanted to discuss discuss further, uh, we'll talk about those in the weeds. Uh, and those can get pretty technical and detailed, which is very interesting. And I recommend you stay till the end. Um, if you don't want to listen to it, this meeting does tend to run about an hour. Um, if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, uh, the recording uh, will have notes and time codes so you can skip around to the parts that interest you most. And with that, um, I think I remembered everything. And let's kick it over to Phil for community news. Hello, Scott. How are you doing today? Good. Okay. Uh, first up, the Microsoft um, interns in Vancouver have another survey. This one's even shorter. You don't have to put any personal information in. It's called Project Pacifica. And it's all the things that we could all ask them for to put in Visual Studio that has something to do with Python on hardware. So I just put the link in the chat, and it'll also be in our newsletter, and there's also a blog post. So if you've ever wanted to have the best editor ever for Python on hardware, speak up. Here's your chance. 
Next up, um, thank you everybody who subscribes to the Python on Hardware um, newsletter, also called the Python on Microcontrollers newsletter. We have up to 6,000 subscribers. Since 2016, in November, we've published 129 newsletters. Um, thanks to the folks who contribute. Um, we're getting pull requests and more on GitHub for news. And uh, many of you who are in the sidebar, as I look at the names, have been featured in the newsletter. So thanks for um, just publishing stuff. Um, if you at Adafruit or at CircuitPython, um, that is a way for us to see all sorts of things and get a newsletter. Um, next up, congratulations to Katni, who's going to be keynoting at PyOhio. And that's July 27th to 28th. I put a link there. And uh, in our newsletter, there is also a, um, the one that's coming out tomorrow, there's also a uh, PyPortal countdown for PyOhio. So um, I'm noticing a trend. If you have a conference, you're going to do a PyPortal project to do a countdown. Um, next up, Big Ink. <laughs> wasn't in print, I mean, digital print. Um, one of my favorite sites, Mouthverse Python. Um, Scott was interviewed over there. Check it out. And next up on the news, as I cut and paste here, uh, congratulations to Mike Barella, who uh, they had a bunch of books on opensource.com, and one of them was Getting Started with Circuit Playground Express. Nice. And it's the summer reading list. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So out of all the books in the world of like open source and hardware and software, um, getting started with Circuit Playground Express, which has a great chapter on Circuit Python, is in that list. Um, Lamore was on the Embedded FM podcast. Uh, we've been wanting to do this for years, and uh, the timing finally worked out. And it's called Skateboard Tricks. And for those of you who tune into our community chat some more, once in a while, you'll hear one of us talk about how a lot of um, good communities and good software development is sometimes like skateboarding tricks, where we're all in the skate park and we're doing cool tricks and we're all building off those cool tricks together. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a very, it's a very nice way of, of being able to work together and just like, oh, that was a cool trick. I'm going to do my trick. Oh, that's neat. I'm going to do your trick and I'm going to add my tricks to it. So neat analogy for having fun in communities and mm -hmm. software development. 8-8 um, is CircuitPython Day. So we, st we have uh, plenty of time to do things. There's at least a couple events planned. And I'm still working on um, some fun merchandise and more that we will be giving away swag for 8.8. And then we have um, two interviews. This has been a busy week. I think everyone vacations and visits and has conferences in June and July in New York City. So uh, Naomi, who's the chair of the Python Foundation, and Nina, who just keynoted PyCon and is well known in all the Python circles. Uh, Lamore interviewed both. So check out those videos. We just posted them. And Nina just posted up her uh, Python 2.7 countdown as well. So that's another countdown project. And then last up, um, the community over on Reddit is now up to 500 people. So we have, um, or at least try to have a nice community presence wherever people are. So on Discord, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on um, Twitter, um, pretty much anywhere where people hang out, we like to have something for them if they like Python on hardware, specifically CircuitPython. And uh, thanks to anyone who subscribes to that. Usually we put uh, the news and things that are in the newsletter and blog posts on Reddit 
Um, there's some people that are starting to use it as a community place where they're asking questions, and we get to those um, usually right away, too. So if you're on Reddit, stop by and subscribe. And that is a community news. Awesome. Thank you so much, Phil. Thank you. All right. Uh, next up, we have the state of CircuitPython. Um, this is a statistics overview of the health of the project. Uh, project is both, uh, we think of it in kind of two parts. Uh, one is the core and one is the libraries. Um, they are both critical to what CircuitPython is. So we'll go over all of that. Um, but first let's talk overall. Um, overall, we had 26 pull requests merged from 11 different authors, which is awesome. Uh, New folks on this list are Brett Cannon, uh, who's also Python Steering Council and Python Core Dev, which is awesome. Um, Alex Hagerman is new as well. And then the other nine folks are what I consider regulars. So thank you to everybody who contributed. Uh, we had nine reviewers for those 26 pull requests, which is awesome. Uh, typically, it's less than that. So thank you to everybody who did the reviews. Uh, Issues-wise, we had 12 closed by 6 people and 10 open by 9 people, so we're net down 2, which is awesome. And as we can see, we had 6 people and 9 people for each of those as well, so uh, getting more people involved, both closing and opening issues, which is great. Um, overall, uh, we got another stable release out the door, probably the last 4.0 uh, stable release, and we got a second beta out for 4.1, so... Uh, hopefully get 4.1 uh, stable and out the door soonish. Uh, probably not this week, but soon. And then uh, I think we'll see a 5.0 beta with all of the goodness that Dan's been doing. So uh, all things are good, and uh, we'll keep on rocking. And that's overall. Uh, for the core, um, we had seven pull requests merged from three different authors, and Alex Hagerman was one of those new folks. Uh, we had four reviewers, uh, myself, Dan, Sedacious, and Summersoft. We have seven open pull requests um, that are listed in the notes. Won't read them off here. We had six closed issues by two people and three open by three people, so we're net down this week, which is great, for a total of 179 open issues, and there's a link to all the open issues there. Uh, we have six active milestones. Um, no issues are missing a milestone, which is great. Uh, we have zero open issues for 4.1.0, which is also really awesome. Uh, we have 42 open issues for 4.x, which will probably turn into a 5. We'll roll those all into 5.x uh, if we do the two open issues for 5.x earlier. And then we also have two uh, bugs for 4.x.x, which is bug fixes on the 4.0 stuff. So um, that's kind of where we stand in terms of issues and milestones. Uh, we have uh, stats of downloads by board. I will not read those off by board, but I will say that um, I released both the stable and the unstable last week. So uh, these numbers are quite low, but we had 381 uh, total 4.0.2 downloads, and for 4.1.0 beta 1, we had 48. So they were basically released right after each other on the same day, so you can see that our stable releases definitely get picked up quicker. And then we also have uh, download stats by language, which I will not read off. Uh, and now I'll kick it over to Katni for library update. Excellent. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. All right, so we had 19 pull requests merged. 
by nine authors, uh, including um, one of the new people, Brett Cannon, um, and seven reviewers, which is great. Um, we're always looking for people to review. Um, it's a crucial part of the process and um, super great when people are getting involved. We currently have 31 open pull requests. Some of these are long-term, some of these are new. Um, some of these have already been taken care of, in fact. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, if you are interested in getting involved in CircuitPython, um, reviewing pull requests is an excellent way to do it. You don't really have to understand the code per se. Um, there's plenty of other things to review, uh, syntax type stuff, um, even typos, which we miss and uh, is always super helpful. So if you um, want to get involved, uh, feel free to check that out. Uh, we had six issues closed by five people and seven open by six people. Um, just like we were saying earlier, it's excellent to see that many people involved. Um, that's almost one per person, um, which is excellent, mm -hmm. which leaves us with 113 open issues. Uh, another great way to get involved is to take a look at the issues. Um, and see whether anything interests you and possibly uh, get involved that way. Um, if you go to circuitpython.org slash library slash contributing, um, you'll find all the open pull requests, all the open issues across all of the library repos, and um, a list of library infrastructure issues, which is where we have a standard that we try to keep the libraries up to, um, which makes maintaining them much easier and uh, more efficient. Um, however, as we uh, build that, uh, standard. Um, previous libraries may not meet it. So it's a list of um, sort of library level issues that um, are available to fix. Some of them are easier than others. Some of them are stuff that um, we can only do internally, but it's another great way to get involved. Um, if you go to that page as well, there should be a link to, um, we have a guide on contributing with Git and GitHub to CircuitPython, which is our general uh, preferred workflow. Um, if you have your own, that's also excellent. But if you don't and you're new to things or you'd like to know how it is that we do things, check out that guide. Um, it's a great way to uh, get an idea of, um, just to get an idea of what's uh, what we're doing when we are working with um, updating the libraries and updating the CircuitPython core. Um, and if you ever have any questions, you can find us in Discord. Uh, we're happy to help you get started. We want you to be a part of this and um, we will do everything we can to help you get to that point. Uh, the notes also contain uh, new libraries and um, updated libraries. I will read off the new libraries. We have the VCNL4040 cursor control and turtle this week. Um, and that is uh, where we're at with the libraries. Awesome, thank you so much, Katni. Okay. You let... are welcome. <laughs> Uh, let's do hug reports. Uh, hug reports are a chance to say thank you to folks for the work that they've been doing. Um, we do this as a round robin, as, as it was, I was as I was saying earlier. So let us know if you're looking text only, or um, if you. Otherwise, we expect you to uh, chime in when we call on you. Uh, I should also note that if you are unable to make the meeting, feel free to drop. Uh, notes in the notes doc early and i will read them off as well um but let put a note in there that you're like not in the meeting so that we know um and this is done alphabetically starting from the person who's hosting so i'm last and i will start us off to to show everyone how it's done um 
first and foremost, I wanted to say uh, thank you to Deshipu for the teeny font stuff. I haven't merged it yet, but I saw it go by last night, and I think that's super neat. I just need to take a little bit closer of a look at that, at it, and then we should be able to get that pulled in. Uh, so that looks really cool. Um, thanks to Mike from Mouse versus Python for having me as PyDev of the week this week. I was very honored to get that email a few weeks ago uh, asking me to do the interview. Um, thanks, Dan, for helping uh, Lucian ramp up. Uh, excited to see us really refine our porting process so that we can scale up to more ports, which would be super cool. Um, and cheers to Lucian for taking that on as well. Uh, thanks to Summersoft for the Travis PR review. Um, and that was to do the, the timeout sorts of stuff. And then lastly, uh, just a shout out to Mike B, who's really uh, a lot, like doing a ton behind the scenes in terms of guides and t Twitter and Reddit. So Mike is like very involved in our reddit.com slash r slash circuit Python. So if you're a Reddit user, uh, definitely check that out. And let's give Mike B props for really making that what it is. And uh, with that, that's my... Um, <laughs> that's my hug reports let's circle uh, around and go to brent hello um my hug reports this week are phpc on github for uh preliminary work on esp32 spy mqtt it's the first attempt at doing mqtt client in circuit python and it took a lot of work off of my plate and it's awesome um and arturo for cursor control testing last week and producing one of what i think is the coolest feather wing out there right now and Deshapu for assistance with uh, button press detection which was added to cursor control nice all right uh thank you brent carter is lurking so we'll go to c grover who is text only i will read it off um group hug to the team and community today i'm especially appreciative for the published works of Dave Estelle's Catney, Sedacious, and Lady Ada as work begins on a custom CircuitPython board definition. Very cool. Uh, next up is Charles. Are you around, Charles? I was um, lurking for hub reports because I'm in the middle of something. Okay. I'll be back shortly. Okay. Thank you. No worries. All right, let's go to Dan. Okay, hold on. Let's see. There we go. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks to Scott for doing two releases in one day, which is some kind of record, I think. Sorry. I think it is too, actually. Uh, 402 and 401 Beta 1. Uh, that's great. Uh, there was some really nice um, uh, work he did on making checking for corrupt MPY files, which does happen occasionally, especially when the file system gets messed up, and it'd be, it's nice to check as opposed to crash or something mm -hmm. like that. That's very good. Um, uh, thanks to Deshipu for continuing to work on his own display stuff, on the microstage stuff, and on other things having to do with displays and fonts. That's really helpful. As we already mentioned, Arturo has this really great... Um, uh, Blackberry featherwing-ish kind of thing and has been making a bunch of suggestions about things now that he's using CircuitPython again more and he's finding bugs and uh, suggesting enhancements. And then thanks to 
Ear Effect, which is uh, Lucien Copeland, who's working on an STM32F4 Circuit Python port, and he can say more in status reports about uh, what he's up to. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Dan. Okay, let's go to Deshipu. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, Dan, you're still unmuted. Uh, okay, so uh, thank you to, to Lady Ada and Mike Barella for reviewing uh, and improving the uh, land guide for this stage <coughs> library. And thank you for the, for the whole team for the, uh, the recent releases. Yay, us. Awesome. Sweet. Okay, Higher Effect is lurking for Hug Reports, so we go to Katni. Hello. Um, so I want to give a Hug Report to Sedacious for covering the forums this week while I get caught up from being um, out for two days last week. Um, to Maker Melissa for testing Debug SPI for me. Um, I Oh, I wrote... Um, I wrote a debug library for SPI, um, but I can only test it so much. Um, and Melissa has been doing so much with SPI stuff um, that uh, she's going to be able to do that much better than me. So thank you so much for that. Um, another thank you to Sedacious for catching two issues with the VCNL 4040 lib I wrote. I did not um, know that one of the things was an enable bit versus a disable bit. <laughs> Um, so that was messed up. And then also interrupts were, um, clearing a bunch of stuff when we need to be able to remember a bunch of stuff. Uh, and so, uh, he wrote all that as well. So thank you very much for that. Um, to the community moderators on discord for always keeping up with discord. Thank you for everything you do. And to Nina and Roy for continued help and support with my keynote preparation. Nice. All right, uh, we're going to circle back to Higher Effect, who wanted to say something. Is your mic working or not? Okay, <laughs> I'll just read off what you said. Uh, Higher Effect said, uh, big thanks to Dan for all the help this week. And anything else? Higher Effect is typing. Type, type, type. <laughs> okay I will read it off when it comes up uh, King or North is lurking so let's see Higher Effect says uh, Dan was invaluable help in getting spun up on CircuitPython fundamentals sweet thank you and let's go to Maker Melissa hi um okay uh, I report to Lady encouraging me to double check the my SPI circuit. Um, I was working on the dragon board, mm. uh, so it's working correctly. And uh, I report to get me for writing the debug SPI tool. Nice, thank you, Melissa. Let's go to Roy. Um, my hug reports are to Scott for his code review on PyPixelBuff and reminding me of the things that I had written down on a piece of paper, which I only recently found when cleaning my office. <laughs> I know uh, that I is. took a photo this time, and <laughs> I was on my phone, but I have to remember where on my phone. <laughs> you should, like, heart it or whatever. I should, or I should just, like, transcribe it into notes or to-do list or something. <laughs> yeah. I had the and same then, problem. 
uh, and then a uh, hug report to Katni for helping me solve my pylon issues. Um, you have to use Python 3.6, uh, not 3.7 when running pylon for um, circuit Python libraries. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So. All right. And Thanks. That's all I've got. Thank you, Ray. All right. Let's go to Sedacious. Hey, so first off, I got a hug report for Katni for reviewing and helping getting my VCNL4040 changes merged and bundled. Uh, another one to Isaac at Adafruit HQ for testing my NeoPixel adapters and little connection-y bits, PCBs, whatever they're called. Um, that was very useful because he's got access to all the stuff and can actually test it out where I have to try and make sure I have all the pieces. Mm -hmm. um, Another one to Brent for a, an amazingly useful tip on how to get multiple copies of Eagle open on a Mac. Hmm. Um, if you've used a Mac, you know that opening multiple copies of a thing is not straightforward. So uh, he um, showed me a command that I can run on the command line that will open as many copies as I want. And I will post that in the notes or in the, in the chat just so people can see that. Hmm. Um, another one for Katni for uh, leaking me a copy of debug I2C that I used to debug some I2C. Mm -hmm. um, and finally, uh, to the Discord mods for being moderate in their moderation of moderately important moderation tasks. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Thanks, uh, Sedacious. That's it. Uh, and last but not least, we have Summersoft. Hey, hey. Uh, so just... Um... I hugged everybody involved in getting the releases out uh, last week. It's always nice to see that, that cycle to continue. Um, I hugged to, to Shippu for uh, helping on quite a few display and micro stage uh, questions I saw on Discord. And then just a group hug to everybody. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone so much for those hug reports. Uh, let's move on to status updates. Status updates are done in the same way. They're also done as a round robin. Uh, status updates are a brief chance for you to talk about what you've been working on and what you plan on working on in the coming week uh, or so. Uh, this is really good to just uh, keep everybody on the same page about what's going on where. And it can also be a really good chance for you to say, hey, like, I was, when I dusted this, like, here's a tip or trick that I uh, had to figure out last time I was working on it. So, uh, yeah, no wrong answers. So first, uh, for myself, um, I got back from Teardown last week on Monday and got caught up after that. Um, met a whole lot of awesome people there, uh, hoping to see CircuitPython on more devices as time goes by, which would be really cool. Um, later in the week, I, got, uh, I fixed a couple outstanding bugs and then released both a new stable release, 402, and a new unstable release, 4.1.0 beta 1. Uh, so hopefully folks saw those uh, pop up and have been testing those. That would be great. Um, this week I have a bit of a weird schedule because I'm uh, we in the U.S. we have our Independence Day holiday on Thursday. So I'm planning on kind of visiting my parents in the middle of the week. Um, so I will be working kind of odd hours, but I plan on work th working this week. So um, my like 24 hour rule and responding things kind of applies. Uh, so just be aware that it's going to be a little bit uh, weird. Uh, and what I hope to work on is actually wrapping up all the display work. 
um, we made a huge progress, especially with the, the speed ups, but um, there's some niggly things that we need to wrap up um, f for displays. So I'm, I'm going to come up with a list of what those things are. I will broadcast that out and then I will just plow through them, hopefully. And uh, once I'm on the other set of displays, which may be a few weeks, uh, hope to do BLE workflow stuff for uh, some more BLE wireless awesomeness towards the kind of Q3 part of the year. Um, and that's it for me. Let's go to Brent. Hello. Last week, I finished up work on a cursor control library. It's a really useful library for adding a mouse cursor to your gamer UI if you're using a Pi badge or a Pi gamer, but Artsero also showed that you can use it on your own hardware. Mm -hmm. um, it handles it via like a really high-level management class, and I would happily take pull requests for other types of hardware, aside from Adafruit hardware. Um, brought up some new boards at the factory on Friday and started work on mini MQTT. Uh, Jerry's not here. He'd be so excited. It's an mm -hmm. MQTT library for CircuitPython. Um, BHPC did a really good port of MicroPython's UMQTT library. Mm. Um, this is an expansion on it and uses currently the ESP32 spy library, but I'm designing it to be agnostic to what hardware is being used so we can use it with Ethernet, maybe lower down the road. Like I'm kind of really wrapping it kind of high level. Mm. And... Um, I've added some unique and useful features to it, like you can defy custom method handlers for MQTT topics. So if you subscribe to the servo motor topic on Adafruit.io, you could call what you want that topic specifically to do within your code.py with like a servo angle method to hmm. set the angle, stuff like that. And hmm. then like that's not usually done with MQTT clients, but CircuitPython and Python kind of like opens it up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, I'm kind of like doing a lot of error checking right now. Like the next two days is just going to be me reading through the spec. Because mm -hmm. uh, UMQTT doesn't do a lot of error checking. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to make sure that's done before I release it and people are asking about it. Okay. And then just API work and hopefully releasing it later this week along with guides and updates to our existing libraries like Adafruit.io, CircuitPython, and Azure iot for circuit python awesome sounds super cool uh thanks. thanks brent and yeah keep pushing on that stuff it's really neat um okay carter is lurking so we'll go to c grover who is text only uh c grover says wrapped up the design for a string car racer m0 express with motor controller board it was inspired by Diastel's uh, Trinket M0 Hackspress mod and Sedacious's custom M4 boards for CircuitPython. Oshpark panelized the board today, so as a primarily hardware person, I'll probably need additional help with the board definition soon. Uh, taking a break from CircuitPython for a few days to wrap up some woodworking, landscaping, and in-studio tracking, it will be hard to resist slipping in some late-night code designed for the precision waveform generator and corrosion monitor projects, though. Awesome. Thank you, C. Grover. Let's go to Charles. Are you back? Yep. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> wasn't expecting to be, but luckily I started working suddenly. Perfect. Uh, anyway, uh, my keyboard integration is coming along very nicely. 
it's still got a few little bugs that you know it sends out the wrong message wrong message at the wrong time so hmm. <laughs> i'm having fun you know one with that but i'll get that debugged mm-hmm. so that's as far as i've gotten to this week nice thanks for right. letting us know just want to let you know i probably won't be there next week because i have to travel okay well, we'll be here when you get back. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. All right, let's go to Dan. Okay. Um, so I did a bunch of pull request reviews as usual. Um, I've gotten BLE Central working. Yay. So that's typically what would run on a host computer, like a phone or even a, a regular PC or something like that. But that means that now two say two NRF52A40s could talk to each other and exchange information easily. And I just have it working in the simplest way and I'm going to get BLE UART working so that um, they can both talk, for instance, um, the uh, BLE UART protocol that we use for uh, the Bluefruit app. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So I've got to keep working on that. While I've been doing all this, there's been a lot of low-level cleanup and fixing various bugs inside BLE so that a lot of times what I'm doing is revising rather than adding new functionality. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, the last thing to do is to add a FIFO. There's already one on the peripheral side and I need to add one on the central side so that you can send characters and have them buffered up mm-hmm. uh, with the UART service. And then I hope to make an alpha or beta release with this new functionality to try out, and there'll be a there'll be a corresponding new version of the Adafruit Circuit Python BLE library because it needs to change for some of the new API mm-hmm. changes I've made. Okay, cool. Sounds awesome. Yeah, maybe we could have three parallel. We could have two unstable releases. <laughs> right, right. When we think of something, what? What will six be? We'll think of something right away. Oh, yeah. That's fine. It's just numbers. Uh, okay. Let's go to the ship. Uh, okay. So the, the, the learn guide is published. I'm really happy about that. <clears throat> Hopefully, people will start making some games mm-hmm. uh, with that. Uh, I'm also preparing for the uh, EuroPython workshops. They will be next week, so mm-hmm. not much time left. I'm uh, and I'm. St- I started to think about uh, how to approach the monochrome uh, displays in display AO. I have a device already on which I can test that. So I, I think I'm not sure I will have time for that. But I think I will try to, you know, cobble together something, just hack it directly in the supervisor in okay. there, and uh, see how that works, and then think about how to actually integrate it okay. into the of things. Yeah, I've been uh, thinking about it too. Yeah, okay. So so that's pretty much it. Awesome. Thanks to Shippu so much. Let's go to Hierophant. No mic? It's always like the first time you try to do it, like Discord never likes you. Uh, all right, I'm gonna. No worries, I'll read you off, and we can we can experiment with the mic offline as well, or outside the meeting as well. Uh, so the notes say uh, ramp up on 
yeah, for the STM32 port, ramp up on the structure and targeting a working REPL. Uh, identifying unattended coupling between essential core files and non-essential modules. And uh, hacking away at weird linker issues. Uh, but do have a successful build working. So uh, making really good progress. I think, um, yeah, Dan and I were talking about how to make porting easier. And <laughs> so uh, Effect is definitely being dumped into the deep end of CircuitPython hacking. So... Good job, keep it up, and you'll get it going. Uh, okay, let's go on to Katni. All right, uh, so last week, um, updated the newsletter, the CircuitPython, um, or Python on hardware newsletter, and the template with upcoming events. Um, tested debug SPI, uh, which I managed to write and actually worked. Yay. As far as I know. Um, worked in my testing, that's why I have Melissa testing it. Um, I tested a mini QR example update. The example was designed uh, for the way that display IO worked previously and so did not function currently and needed to be integrated into PyBadger. So um, that was updated by Lamore and I tested that. Um, updated a few guides with new pinouts diagrams. Filed an issue for a uh, CircuitPython hard fault handler crash that I ran into uh, that's been fixed, which is good. Um, I continued work on PyBadger, uh, implemented, partially implemented the, the quote business card function, which the idea originally was to have an image of the, of whatever your face, your company logo, something, and then display something over it, like an email address, for example. Um, however, I'm running into issues with displaying um, text over a bitmap. So uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and then QR generation was implemented. I PR'd Pygamer for testing over the weekend. It still needs documentation, um, but, or rather I, I did that on Wednesday um, before taking two days off. And uh, so that needs to fin get finished up this week, um, but it's in a fairly working state. So this week, uh, Library Monday limited edition, <laughs> uh, which is to say that I have um, some other priorities that I will be getting started on. So um, if there's anything urgent, with libraries, PRs, that sort of thing, please feel free to ping me and I will see what I can do. Um, however, I will not be doing my standard um, sweep and that sort of thing today. Um, so the priority is the PyBadger guide. Um, gonna go through how to use the PyBadger library, how to change the name on the badge, how to you know generate your own QR code with data that you want and how to display an image. Um, we're writing it as though Blinka is attending a conference. So Blinka is going to a Python conference and we'll have the best badge. Um, need to get some pictures of how it looks. And the idea is it's written for event participants um, to make it easy um, to pick up a Pi badge and then ta-da, you have a badge. I need to finish documenting Pi Badger. I'm gonna publish a release. Um, I don't intend to bundle it until um, it's been more tested, uh, but we, I want to do a release to get the assets out there. Um, and then I will post it to the CircuitPython channel to have um, people test it. And uh, specifically, um, I need to talk to Melissa about testing it. Uh, so we can talk about that later. Um, I need to gather together my um, code that was not working for... Mm -hmm. uh, displaying text over a bitmap because I ran in circles with that and apparently it might be a bug. Um, and it's not just me. 
uh, I need to get up, get caught up from two days off last week. Um, there's a couple of things I need to add to read the docs. Uh, I'll be continuing keynote prep. And then uh, there's a host of things that um, once I'm done with the PyBadger guide and updating the PyBadger documentation that I will be doing, I need to finish documenting the debug I squared C and SPI libraries, um, add some stuff to a couple guides, finish some blog posts, processing some photos, um, add some pinouts to a couple other guides, do up a product guide, and um, there's an outstanding PR for a a library that needs to go into the community bundle versus being part of the main bundle. Um, so that needs to get sorted out. Uh, but those are all um, lower priority things that will be gotten to when they are gotten to. And that is where I'm at. Awesome. Always doing so much, Katney. Great job. Okay. Let's go to uh, King or North's Lurking. So we're going to Maker Melissa. Hello. Okay, so last week I found the 90 boards, Dragon Board, Tensi guide, um, and I wrote up a blog post about it. Uh, I finished a write-up for the Raspberry Pi, and I added a couple boards to the website uh, for Blink or for the CircuitPython boards, mm -hmm. and I uh, worked on testing the debug SPI for Catney, but I have to talk to you about that. I didn't quite get it working. Um, so this week I'm going to uh, test a learn guide PR, and I'm gonna uh, work on fixing the display installer script for the Raspberry Pi because I guess it doesn't work with the newest one. I'm not sure if it's the, if it's Buster that's the problem or if it's the hardware. So I have to look into that. Uh, I need to get some attention to the RA8875 CircuitPython library because I discovered that is not working with the current version. And um, I'm going to start working on one of several new guides. I'm not sure which yet. And um, probably be adding some more boards to Blinka. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you, Melissa. And I think uh, Charles asked, is there a version of Blinka for Raspberry Pi 4B? And I think you did that last week, right? Uh, actually, uh, it was a lady that did that one. All right. And it does work. Sweet. So the answer is yes. We have Blinka for Raspberry Pi 4. Uh, thanks to Melissa and Lady Ada. Okay, let's go to Roy. So currently, like right now during the meeting, I'm working on uh, fixing up PyPixel buff so that it can get merged, which includes um, dealing with a bunch of lint failures, um, as well as switching over to uh, string-based um, UPP or, or byte order um, stuff um, so that we can make the um, total memory footprint and code size smaller, both in CircuitPython and in PyPixel buff. Um, and I'm hoping to actually finish that this week. Um, that means I'll also have to work on changes to um, underscore pixel buff in CircuitPython to harmonize it with the PyPixel buff changes. Mm -hmm. And then I guess I'll also have to update both of the um, replacement for NeoPixel and .star when I get to that. Mm -hmm. And also I'm staring at a giant stack of Adafruit hardware that, like the Pi Gamer that came in re in the most recent Adabox, I really want to play with, and all I've done is assemble it and turn it on, and wish I had time. <laughs> Make the time; you can do it. 
I'm trying. Do PyPixel buff next week. It's fine. Just play play with PyGamer this week. Oh. Bro, you muted. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That was all I had for um so far. Oh, okay. Sorry. I I was thinking you were on the currently section still. Cool. Oh, I sort of merged the two of them together. All right. No worries. Awesome. Thanks, Roy. Uh, let's go to Sedacious. Howdy, howdy. So let's see. Last week I worked on the VCNL 40 drivers for CircuitPython and Arduino. Um, as Kat, you mentioned, I found a bug uh, in one of the attributes uh, and then uh, changed how the interrupt handling was going to work or does, does work in um, the CircuitPython driver. Um, I will uh, paste a link to the commit that I put in that changes the interrupt work. Um, I meant it to be as kind of a proposal for how we might solve the same problem in the future. And th that problem being um, interrupt status registers that store the status for multiple interrupts and that clear when they are read. Um, we've run into a couple of times where if not handled correctly, you can lose state that was stored there. Mm. Um, so I, what I did is a, Seems like a reasonable approach to addressing that, basically caching it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll post a link to that. Um, that seems to work. Um, also did the Arduino driver. I shipped both, got them both distributed, however they are distributed, um, PyPy and all that fun stuff. Um, let's see what else. I also worked on a V of the VCNL4040 that adds quick connectors. Um, pretty straightforward. We're going to be doing that for a bunch of um, of the simpler I2C uh, breakouts going forward because um, people seem to like it. So that's going out. Uh, should be back from fab soon. Uh, I worked on um, bringing up the new RevB of the OLED friend that I'm using to test sweet little OLED panels we've got. Um, so it's RevB is working great. Um, fixed the problem that was in RevA. So that's always nice when you actually fix the things you're trying to fix. Mm -hmm. um, so um, that is going to be turned into a bonnet. Uh, so all, that's one of the main things I'll be working on this week. Um, I also shipped off a breakout for a new Wi-Fi module that we're going to be testing out and likely using going forward. Um, so that's off the fab, should be back this week. Um, so that was last week. Um, as I mentioned, this week I'm working on the OLED bonnet. We've got the DS3502 RevB to test. Um, almost certainly some guide work or other documentation, probably some drivers, probably some hardware. Uh, I'm going to be going to Nevada for the fourth, heading out on the third probably. So I will be working especially remote this week. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, should be fine. I've got enough stuff to do that doesn't require me having hands-on hardware constantly, or I can at least bring some stuff with with me. So uh, that's it for me. Totally. All right. Thanks, Sedacious. And last but not least, uh, Summersoft. Hello again. Uh, so last week um, on Rosie Pie, so I got the Ansible playbooks uh, working on the Raspberry Pi up to the last couple steps. Hmm. Um, and then I just ran out of time because I had to board a plane super early, super early on Friday because it's workation week in Maine. 
so this week, um, bringing the Raspberry Pi would have kind of been a hassle. Uh, so Rosie Pi Dev on hold for this week. Um, though I may start writing some actual tests instead of the dev stubs that I have um, right now. Um, and then yesterday I started working on uh, a dynamic way to build um, the module support matrix that's on Reason Docs. Um, Dan had put this issue in uh, a couple days ago uh, mm. because it's out of date again, and it is kind of a pain to manually keep it updated. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I've got the Python script that builds basically a JSON file. Um, it goes through uh, all the definitions, and then it goes through each board's um, mpconfig.make uh, to see what isn't included. Um, and then now all I have to do is uh, over the next couple of days, I'll probably work the Sphinx side so that we can it'll use a Jinja template and then update it that way. And that's all I got. Awesome. Thank you so much, Summersoft. And that is it for status updates. Um, we next have in the weeds. Uh, we don't have any topics currently, so if you have a topic for In the Weeds, now is the time to post it in our text channel or in the notes. Um, in general, In the Weeds is a section for us to have longer-form discussions about things. Um, I don't think anything came up that we really needed to talk about, so um, somebody's adding something, maybe? Maybe not? Um, I'll vamp just for a little while. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we have this every week. Uh, we obviously don't always need it, um, but some fun discussions can come up with that. Uh, I don't see anything. I don't see anybody typing in our Discord channel, so I'm just going to wrap us up. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining uh, this meeting. We ha It happens every week at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on our Discord channel. Everybody's welcome to join. The link for our Discord channel is adafru.it slash Discord. Um, go there, chat with us on the CircuitPython text chat, and then uh, we'll be in the voice chat during the meeting. Uh, meetings are recorded, so uh, be aware of that. Uh, they get posted to youtube.com slash Adafruit, uh, Diode Zone occasionally, and on podcast services around the globe. Um <laughs> Check that out. That's a great way to get caught up if you're new to CircuitPython. Um, and along with the recordings, you'll have a link to the notes that have time codes in it. So if you uh, miss a meeting and don't want to watch the whole hour-ish long or listen to the hour-ish long uh, meeting, you're welcome to just glance at the notes and skip around to what you're interested in. And uh, if you want all the news that's fit to print, for uh, Python on microcontrollers, we the Adafruit runs a uh, Python for microcontrollers newsletter. It goes out every Tuesday, so it'll go out tomorrow. Um, if you have stuff that you're working on with CircuitPython or you know news stories, um, that's developed in the open at github.com slash Adafruit slash CircuitPython dash weekly dash newsletter, I believe. Uh, if uh, contributing to newsletters is your jam, we'd love the help. Uh, if you just want to subscribe, you can go to adafruitdaily.com and get all of that good information to your inbox once a week. Uh, no spam, just newsletter. Anyway, I think that's it. And uh, thank you to everyone who made it uh, this week. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye.
Adios.